This episode is brought to you by Progressive, where customers who save by switching their home and car save nearly $800 on average. Quote at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $793 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2021 and May 2022. Potential savings will vary. This episode is sponsored by The Jordan Harbinger Show. Jordan dives into the minds of fascinating people, from athletes, authors, and scientists to mobsters, spies, and hostage negotiators, all with the noble cause to make you a more informed, critical thinker to operate better in today's world. Jordan's also got a fun weekly segment, Feedback Friday, where he covers advice on everything from escaping a cult or psycho family situations to relationships and networking to even just asking for a raise. Point blank, Jordan Harbinger is smart, funny, and easy to listen to. You'll be pressed to find an episode without excellent conversation, a few laughs, and actionable advice that can directly improve your life. You can't go wrong with adding the Jordan Harbinger show to your rotation. It's incredibly interesting. There's never a dull show. Search for The Jordan Harbinger Show. That's H-A-R-B as in boy, I-N as in Nancy, G-E-R on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Welcome back to Dum Dums and Dragons, where improvisers who've never roleplayed before journey into the world of Dungeons and Dragons. I am the Grand Wizard Bukake, your host. The Voidwalker in Doddle's body just married and killed the Baroness, and Doddle accidentally broke the Hourglass of Eternity. Will Juniper and Butthole be able to hold off the Seasonal Guard? Will Doddle and Quinny escape before the Voidwalker gets to the vault? And what the fuck will Baba Yaga do now that they broke the Hourglass of Eternity? Find out next on Dom Doms and Dragons. As you duck under him, you feel the halberd swing through the hourglass, shattering <gasps> it. There's always a price. <laughs> <laughs> I hear something break, and I slow down just to look behind me. Can I see anything through the fog cloud? No, you, you think you could maybe see a goblin with its jaw dropped, but other than that, nothing. <laughs> Has she stopped running? Yeah, she's just standing there <laughs> holding a broken hourglass. Oh, I got to run back for her. You run back and Doddle is frozen in place, looking horrified, which is also true of Momo. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. I grab you by the hand and I say, we got to go. And I run and I pull you. Okay. And the two of you book it, slamming the vault door behind you. Smash cut back to the chapel. The guards getting hit with hammers. What do you want to do about Cormium and Annan? Do you just want to try and talk to them here? You're trying to get out? What do you want? What's, uh, what's I, I, wait, I need to get them somewhere that's not in a room where all the guards are going crazy and rounding people up. So my goal would be to get Cormium and Annan to like... A side room or somewhere safe. Maybe if there's another pooper, <laughs> let's go to the nearby pooper or out and exit to another part of the manor. I just want away from this crazy scene. So you and Annan grab Cormium. You need to roll me something to stop him from just teleporting away. You remember that last time you let him go, he literally just blinked out. Uh, so what do you do to try and stop him from getting away? This is a cruel idea, but I did learn something from my friend Jerry Jerryson. <laughs> takes 10 minutes to asphyxiate. Oh, perfect. I, I don't think I need 10 minutes. I was like, for me, I'm like a minute and a half. I have no idea. Uh, basically, I'm just like, sorry, bud. Uh, and then I slide open my tummy of my armor where the bag of holding <laughs> is. 
and I just like scoop up his head and then I grab his legs to drop him in. Annan grabs the side and helps, and you just hear her be like, oh, God damn it, back to this shit. And then she <laughs> stuffs him in the bag. Yeah. And, and she's I, like, All right, let's fucking go. And she leaps in too. She's in. Great. So I, I close the tummy back up and I am just bolting for an exit with spinning hammers all around me. I don't want to hurt anyone who's not showing me hostile intent, but anybody who's trying to stop me gets a full like hammer smack aside from a bunch yeah, of little so, hammers. So you, you just pound a couple of plantier guards out of the way and book it out the back door. Smash cut to outside. Juniper, your legs are still dancing. Let's try and get rid of that. I'm rolling that wisdom save again. I still have one point of inspiration. So You're inspired to stop dancing. <laughs> I'm very inspired. You are the town from Flashdance. Yeah. Footloose. Footloose. Fucking I don't know. I don't watch movies. <laughs> He's the town from Footdance. Flashloose. Flashloose. 24. With all, all of your might, you just think about how sad everything is right now and your legs stop moving. <laughs> <laughs> And I still don't know that the hourglass is broken. No, neither totally of us do. Get so no, I mean, much everything worse. that was so sad inside the wedding. You're yeah. just like, you were having such a good time. You recently became hand. You were champion. Like, literally, you had purpose for the first time in your life that wasn't the fucking scroll. <sighs> and now, just like all the weddings you've imagined, it went to shit. So I run over and help her to her feet. And I'm like, hey, I kidnapped the plantier and our friend Anna. They're both in my tummy bag, but they will asphyxiate eventually. <laughs> my uh, tummy bag. Uh, Quinny and Doddle are stuck in the vault. I hung up on them while I was pooping. Uh, wh- what do we do? <laughs> First of all, just open the bag. No, like, we teleport away. We need a plan. Oh, shit. Okay. Uh, uh, okay, uh, let's get out of uh, the giant uh, area. Uh, We're going to go uh, into uh, the uh, palace and hide okay, room. You guys run into, start running into the mansion. Smash cut back to the hallway. Doddle, you're being pulled by the hand. What's going through your head right now? It's like just blank. <laughs> There you go. That's your answer. Great. As you run down the hall, Quinny, you're pulling her. You know how desperate this is. Ahead of you, there's a staircase leading back up into the main mansion. And to your shock and horror, you see Dodalia coming down the stairs with Reznov. Does she see us? Yeah, when she reaches the bottom of the stairs, she sure shit does. There's nowhere really to hide. This is like a long hallway to a hidden vault. Okay, go back, go back, go back, go back. <laughs> Uh, as, as you guys turn to run. No, no, I'm not going Dull. back. There's no technical advantage to this, but just for flavor, I picture a ring of fire starts to like <laughs> happen from beneath her and it makes her hair crazy like it's blowing in the wind and stuff. And she just casts Scorching Ray at fifth level at Dodalia. All right, roll some initiative. That's what's happening. Not getting it back now anyway, not 20. <laughs> <laughs> That's a 10 uh, for Quinny, who's nice. very scared. Sure, glad I got that book from the library. (laughs) In the immortal words of Martha, sometimes you just get boned. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so Doddle, with your 20, I'm going to give you a full free round of rage. Go ahead and roll your scorching rays. That's a one. Uh, It's an 18. This is 23. This is a 16. This is a 16. This is 23. Everything but the one hits, but that one's going to have some consequences. So go ahead and roll your damage, and then we'll figure out what the one does. 37. I'm also going to use Fury of the Small. (laughs) (laughs) Fury of the Small. Deal an extra 10 damage to a creature. 47. Nice. Your blasts batter the Voidwalker around, just pummel her into the stairs. As you scream and throw all of your fury and rage and frustration into this, you feel as though her body disintegrates under the blasts because yours would have if you'd been hit by this in your past life. To your horror, after the blasts have hit her, the green dress is scorched, her hair is burned, but she stands with glowing red eyes and she goes, 
Nice. I remember when I could cast that. Let me show you what I've got. And because you rolled a one, I'm going to give her a turn. Everything's horrible. (laughs) She rises up off the stairs and you can see her eyes are glowing. Her hair flies out behind her in almost a evil halo. And she is going to throw some Eldritch Blasts at you. Quinny, as she does this, as you're kind of like turning back over your shoulder, you see Doddle throwing fireballs. As the Voidwalker begins to rise, you immediately go cold and your sigil starts to burn cold against your chest. Do I feel Manny's presence or Baba Yaga's? You're still empowered by Baba Yaga. Okay. um, But you definitely feel Manny's presence. It's not unlike when you fought the barrel. Got it. So one will hit. Um... Shield. Reaction to shield. So that will give you an additional plus five, I think. Mm -hmm. Unfortunately, it will still hit 13 points of damage. This is very strange for you because in your past life, you definitely did not throw Eldritch Blast at people. Yeah. That said, I'm still giving you that extra turn. She just got one in the meantime. So go ahead. I'm going to do lightning bolt. Each creature in the line must make a dexterity saving throw. A creature takes 8d6 lightning damage on a failed save or half as much damage on a successful one. So they both fail. So roll your damage and I'll tell you what happened. Two. 32. The lightning blasts out of your hands. You see the Void Walker kind of raise her hands almost like in a Jean Grey style, throwing up a barrier. She's still racked with electricity. Reznov, though, is just a dude with a sword, so he just gets fucking fried. And you can see him screaming. He rolled a one on his save, so even though he tries to, like, jump behind the Void Walker, he fails and is burnt to a crisp and falls to the ground dead. Uh, she looks down to Reznov and is like, oh, such a waste. Squishy humans. Brings us to her turn. She's recognized that perhaps Doddle is more of a threat than she'd hoped. You see her glare at you. She puts one hand out and beside her, a door opens in the wall. And one appears beside you, Doddle. And she reaches a hand through, grabs you by the throat, and casts vampiric touch. She grabs you by the throat, her arm appearing next to you through the gate. And as she starts to drain the life out of you, she just says, I spent so much time raising this body. I might as well take some of that vitality back. She hits you for 19 and heals eight. Oh, I'm not great. You're in bad shape. Quinny, it's all you, buddy. Okay. I summon forth Frostbite and in doing so, wish to trigger its ability to extinguish the flames, any torchlight or anything like that. Yep. So uh, the hallway goes dark. And now as a bonus action, I'm going to channel some of this new darkness into a shadow blade in my other hand. Dope. And I am running at Dodalia. I'm going to jump through the portal yes! <laughs> and attack her. Do it up. This is first roll is to attack with Frostbrand. Frostbite. Frostbite. Thank you. <laughs> Excuse me. Are you using your poison? Yes, I am, Ryan. Thank you so much. <laughs> <laughs> Teamwork makes oh, the yes, dream work. Okay, so activating Frostbite poison. That will be a 25 to hit. Yes, that'll hit. I'm just, I'm just getting the hits figured out. Sure. Uh, so I'm going to attack with the Shadow Blade now. Okay. And cool fact, Quinny cool fact number 89. <laughs> In darkness or dim light, Shadow Blade gains automatic advantage on attack rolls. God <laughs> damn it. All right. Do it up, baby. That's a nat 20. (laughs) Oh, fantastic. Okay. So all these dice represent Frostbite doing damage. (laughs) Can you roll that a little closer to the mic just for me? (laughs) If you think that sounds like all the dice on the table, you're correct. (laughs) Okay. So 27 damage from Frostbite and crit damage, which is rolling the dice twice. Yep. So I'm going to roll just 4d8 instead of 2d8 for Shadow Blade. Yep. 10, 17, 18 damage followed up 
with the shadow blade. You just like <laughs> slash her up. Every time you do, she like shrieks in, in mostly like rage and frustration at you. And uh, you can see her features kind of take on a demonic look as she does Ooh. so. Smash cut to outside, butthole and Juniper, you're rushing towards the manor. Mm-hmm. As you do, you hear, for the collective! <laughs> um, and with a series of mechanical whirring and clicking, a bunch of goblins come flying up over the wall on mechanical gliders, firing repeater crossbows into the encroaching goblin horde. And a battle breaks out between the TikToks and the Voidwalker clan. The seasonal knights kind of go in search of Juniper, but also there's so much chaos now, they kind of close ranks. Do you guys stay to help the goblins or do you go in search of your companions? They're in the air. Are the other goblins taking uh, they, them out? They're in the air in as much as it launched them in because they had to get up and over the wall into the manor. Now that they're on the ground, they're like rushing. Now, now, so, now it's just a ground war. So they're sort of evenly matched? Yeah. Damn it. Keep in mind, the TikToks have been routinely slaughtered by the Voidwalkers. Yeah, that's, I'm like, they're not ready for this. Yeah, and the Voidwalker goblins, in addition to weapons, are throwing magic. I'm just yelling, Moonhammer, damn it! Uh, and I do the like squeak to a halt and then... <laughs> Basically, all I want to do is run through as much of the horde of the Voidwalkers as I can, because I still, it holds for 10 minutes of concentration, have whirling hammers. Cool. And Juniper, how about you? You going to help him? Because they're also yes. back towards the front of the place, right? Yeah. I'm like, Juniper, get your real sword. <laughs> I, sh- I should do that, right? I just have the stupid dull thing in my hand. Yeah. So Juniper, you, you drop the stupid dull thing and like book it back into the chapel. And uh, I'll say for your turn, you grab your weapon. Okay. Cool. I'm coming. Smash cut back to the basement. Doddle, currently you're held by Voidwalker's hand through the portal. Quinny's just leapt through the portal at your side. You can see them at distance. Your vision's starting to black out. You're pretty injured. But damn it, you're still so full of rage. What do you do? She's holding me? Yeah, she sure is. I'm going to cast Shocking Grasp. So you just reach up with both hands and grab her wrist. And what do you say? <laughs> Walk me through shocking guess. Lightning springs from your hand and delivers a shock to a creature you try to touch. Make a melee spell attack against the target. You have advantage on the attack roll if the target is wearing armor made of metal. On a hit, the target takes 1d8 lightning damage and it can't take reactions until the start of its next turn. Cool. The spell damage increases by 1d8 when you reach 5th level. So it's 2d8. 2d8? Great. Go ahead and roll your attack. I'll give you advantage less because she's wearing metal and more because there's metal sticking out of her right now because Quinny's like fast yeah. stabbing her. Metal and darkness condensed. It works. So you dig your fingers into her wrist and uh, you send electricity arcing up her body. Go ahead and roll your damage. Uh, Nine. Just enough. Uh, The lightning (laughs) races up her arm. She was sucking the life force out of you. Suddenly that life force turns to electrical energy, travels up her arm as you dig your fingers into her. Quinny's just slashing away. You're in the darkness and you manage to turn and lock eyes with her. You just give her a fucking look of go fuck yourself. And the lightning arcs through the portal up her arm and her head explodes. And just to be clear so that we have a visual, I just watched basically my own death. You're going to need to hire yourself for some therapy here. Mm -hmm. Yeah, talk about therapy. Holy shit. The body (laughs) drops. The arm gets seared off as the portal shuts. Quinny, you can see the sigil of the one of many faces fade out on the body. Many uh, pieces of shit. And the two of you are left in a dark hallway. I'm going to just lean up against the wall. And slowly sink down. You just saw your own head explode. Uh-huh. You just gotta take a minute. Yeah. <laughs> Quinny, weirdly, you of all people in the world are perhaps the only one who literally knows what this feels like having killed clones of yourself. So what yeah. do you do? Donald, let's fucking go. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> 
Smash cut back upstairs. She only saw one of herself die. Yeah. yeah. What's your problem? Smash cut to back upstairs. Butthole is just in slow motion. Someone like running through a field of daisies, but those daisies are goblins and just hammers flying everywhere. Goblins dying everywhere. But you realize that as many of these void walkers as you're dropping, some of them are reviving their companions. They actually seem like wildly outmatched. And honestly, the TikToks are starting to lose a bit of confidence. You're going to need a, a miracle of some sort to really sort this shit out. We need a miracle. <laughs> Time slows. Those hammers spin around me. Voidwalker goblins are hurling into the distance and TikToks are pulling themselves up off their knees around me. And one of them falls to his knees holding his hands in the air. And I know that that one was the coolest guy in his unit. <laughs> and he cries up and then he gets shot in the he's, back. He's going like, to play a really good green goblin one day. I'm like, no! And I think back to Corsham. And I think back to the cat that I tried to let away, even though someone else murdered them. And I realize if I'm going to believe that my mom can be a good person, then I have to believe that other people can be a good person. And I reach into my pocket and I smell that gift box and I go, no one that beautiful can be that evil. And I open my tummy bag and I say, Cormium, I need you to help the TikTok collective. I know you're a good person. He leaps out of the bag and disappears. <laughs> <laughs> This is so gratifying for Quinny. It's too bad he's not there. And it's like, wait, what happened? <laughs> he's not a good person. <laughs> <laughs> Stay where you are. It's safer there. <laughs> Put the bag back in the tummy. This episode is brought to you by our sponsor, Shopify. When we started podcasting, an online store was the furthest thing from our collective minds. But now we are selling some sick mugs. And it is so easy. All because we use Shopify. <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. It'll help you turn browsers into buyers because it has the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms, which means curious people are more likely to buy from you. And you can sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. One of the big problems Shopify solved for us was international shipping. Our shipping prices, if people were outside of the U.S., were through the roof. But the moment we switched over to Shopify, we were able to choose where our orders were being fulfilled from in different places, which meant shipping could be cheap for all of our fans everywhere around the globe. So if you were even thinking about opening a store, sign up now for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash dumdums, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash dumdums now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash dumdums. That's D-U-M-B-D-U-M-B-S. If you open a store with Shopify, you're going to be hearing that sound a lot. Ah, another would-be hero, is it? Yes, it is I, Fiddlesworth the butler from Dum Dums and Dragons, and I can see from your general look that you want to bring more stories into the world and help the Dum Dums on their various quests. Well, I advise against joining the Patreon, then, for if you do, you will be assisting the Dum Dums in all of their endeavors, all of their various shows and stories and jokes and doing good deeds, and you know I simply cannot abide those. Of course, if you did feel like wasting your time, you could go to patreon.com slash dumdumdice. You could join for as little as a dollar, which would gain you access to a Discord where you can talk to other would-be heroes. You can even create characters who will run around in our world at the higher levels, but of course you don't want to do that, now do you? No, you're just content to listen to a butler tell you how it is. Well, 
I'll see you on your way. Hail Blighthammer. Smash cut back down to the sad basement. I'm going to scry on my mom. So you kind of see through your mother's eyes. Again, she's pretty attuned to your magics. And you see her struggle to climb out of a bed. Your dad rushes over and kind of helps her. And she kind of moves to a mirror. And you can see she's really gaunt. She looks very ill and sickly. And she kind of stabilizes herself and waves him off because she's a warrior and she doesn't need that shit. And she looks at herself directly in the eye in the mirror. And it looks like she's looking directly at you. And she just says, Doddle, honey, if you're listening to this, I don't know where you are, what's happening. And I don't know who that person is who looks like you, but wherever you are, you're still you. And I believe in you. And I believe in your ability to lead. She may have declared herself queen, but you're ready. You're ready, honey. Go get them. And then she starts coughing and kind of like slumps to her knee and collapses and you lose the scry. Just gonna use my thumbs. Wipe away the tears. <laughs> Quinny, do you offer any, any assistance on this? I'll extend my hand. If you're ready to get up, I'm ready to help you up. Grab your hand and let's go talk to some goblins. <laughs> up top, I've sent Goblin Jr. I'm like, go get help. And all I'm doing is buying time. I've ordered the TikToks back into the chapel and I've thrown up both of my Guardians of Moonhammer because they're not concentration just to buy us like 90 seconds. And, and I'm standing at the door with spinning hammers. Juniper, what are you doing? I have shifted into Gar Talk. My goblin just thinking like I can say something that will stop. (laughs) Stop fighting, everyone, (laughs) please. I like to imagine you like standing on butthole shoulders as he's like summoning hammers. (laughs) We don't have to fight each other. We're on the same team. Yeah, the TikToks are running by and I'm actively both swinging my hammer to knock void walkers away (laughs) and have spinning hammers doing it. I should really learn goblin someday. So you see townsfolk who are attending the wedding, like running and fleeing in either direction. There's just complete havoc. Again, you've got guards, both from Windbreak Vale and everywhere else, panicked and and trying to round people up. It's utter pandemonium. Doddle, Goblin Jr.'s at the top of the stairs, and you see him kind of be like, snarf, snarf. You book it up the stairs, and before you, you see your people, your goblin people, the Voidwalker's goblin people, all at war, and your time has come, what do you say? I'd like to picture that (laughs) Otto, as a raven, flies onto my shoulder, and it looks pretty fucking cool. (laughs) And then I'm going to raise my little goblin hand and cast Firebolt just into the sky, just to get everybody's attention. Firebolt flies into the sky, shatters every window in the nearby area, and everyone falls silent and looks to you. Everybody stop! And then I triple thaumaturgy her, so her voice echoes through the entire area. Throughout Handor? Yeah. Okay. Raise your hand if you don't want to die. Everyone raises their <laughs> hands. All right. I feel like there's an agreement we can come to here. Does everyone agree to not kill each other, and then nobody has to die? Yes. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cool. All right. Yeah. Now, I'm Princess Dudalia. Long story. In the body of the Voidmaker. Which means I'm just as awesome as the both of them. So you need to listen to me now. This seasonal guard turned to look at you and Winter turns to them and goes, see, I told you she was there. <laughs> you, you can't just pose. It's an audio medium. I know. <laughs> you can't just pose I'm victoriously. I'm doing this for me. <laughs> I raised my fist in the air like the end of the breakfast club. All right. Um... That was the loudest um ever uttered in the kingdom. That lip smack carried across just... (laughs) 
Every, um, it's <laughs> echoing through all of the buildings. In all, the all the water in the area ripples. Yeah. yeah, you smack your lips, and birds just flutter from the trees. <laughs> okay, everybody. Um, there's a lot of food in there and drinks, <laughs> and I feel like we could all use one or two. So. You know, oh yeah, and I'm I'm not getting married to you. And I, oh wait, no, she's dead. <laughs> you point at the pile of ash that's drifting through the breeze. This continues to echo through the whole city. Oh, uh, I started so strong. Um, Jerry turns and looks at you. And he turns and he looks at everyone else. He's like, "All hail the queen!" And they all yell, "All hail the queen!" And some reluctantly, some very enthusiastically, all of them take a knee, which means the humans are all at eye level with you. The goblins are, are shorter, but all of them uh, begin to bow in your direction. I mean, I just stand there because I swore an oath that I would bow to no man, and neither does Goblin Junior. But we give you like meaningful nods. And I look down because I'm still standing on your shoulders. And I don't get it. I said basically exactly the same thing. <laughs> don't tell her, but you actually said it a lot more clearly. <laughs> Uh, Quinny, what, what do you do? I just hang back. Like I try to like be invisible. This isn't my yep. scene anymore. This is all on them. And with that, this sort of collected mass lines up like at a weird buffet and starts <laughs> getting food and drink. And for the first time in recent memory, uh, the Voidwalker clan, the TikTok clan, the people of Handor, and the people of the Windbreak Vale all co-mingle and begin to talk out their differences. I am assuming there's like a throne situation. Yep. I'm sitting on there just like staring at the ground with a full bottle of vodka. <laughs> <laughs> and as everyone has this party, I'm outside revivifying goblins and treating the wounded because everyone went to the buffet and it's just me being like, holy shit, there's a lot of hurt goblins. Um, oh, may, may I do one more thing? Yes, of course. I take the two pieces. Is it like in two pieces or is it like shattered? The middle is shattered. Both sides were kind of encased in skulls. So there's still there's still some hourglass there. Okay, I'm going to take the two pieces of the hourglass and I'm going to hand it to Otto. I'm going to say, she wanted the hourglass. She didn't say it had to be in one piece. <laughs> <laughs> After uh, Baba Yaga, you go. Otto <laughs> uh, nods and skitters off to Baba Yaga. Thank you for your time. Um, butthole, after you kind of... Uh, oh, I also let Anna out of the bag, just to be clear. So she doesn't... <laughs> <laughs> Nine minutes and Did 59 seconds. Not miss this part of the job. Uh, well, so I also point her around and I'm like, okay, anybody whose skull is gone, yeah. look for the body you think Yevgenovich <laughs> should like the best. And we're going to pick out bodies to build Yevgenovich a new body in case we can get his soul back. She sighs, looks up at you, and then just hugs you. Hmm. And I hug her back. I'm like, yeah, it seems really gross when somebody else is doing it. But, like, you've actually got the skill set. We can get Yevgenovich something you'll like. She goes up on her toes. Uh, she's a halfling. Puts her hand on, on the side of your face and says... You're my favorite monster, sir. And then she goes and starts looking for bodies. <laughs> <laughs> so the food and drink does help. Everyone seems to calm down a bit. Ultimately, the sort of town authority steps in. Uh, a lot of the lords and, and ladies of this town were much better suited to kind of running Handor than Grimlock, and they kind of begin to help you, Doddle, to organize it. A lot of this is stuff that you really have no experience with, but also you did train as a princess for a long time. You send word to your home that everything is fine. Everything's fine. The Plantier airship has departed, obviously. Uh, there's no sign of Cormium. The crews are reporting that repairs on the McSquiggly are going well, so you probably have about a week as they repair the airship. Over that time, you're able to kind of help the town get back on its feet, rest up a bit. 
word comes back during that time from the Windbreak Vale that your mother's condition has improved considerably. It seems that she was being poisoned. So now that she is no longer being poisoned, she's recovering quickly, as is your father. They're back to their old bedroom and they're wearing nice clothes again. And they report that they're very pleased that you have come back to them, no matter what form it takes. What do you guys do during this time, if anything? This is the the, the wrap-up section of Handor. I think... Partying up goblin style. (laughs) I think I'm probably trying to heal and revive and like save as many people or bring back as many TikToks as we can from anybody who is lost in that battle, carrying over to Voidwalkers if I've got extra stuff. Sure. Uh, But mainly it's just fixing up the junkyard, helping them deal with like getting their families back who were enslaved in a distance and like fixing up the bar. I'm focused on the businesses. Now that Kara Voidwalker has been destroyed, the clan finds itself at odds. They're very powerful sorcerers, but they actually have very little control over their magic. And now that Doddle actually is in a body with control of that magic, she's able to kind of calm their more murderous instincts by explaining like, hey, don't go murdering everything. And of course, she's got the seasonal guard over her shoulder during all this. So they fall in line right quick. Uh, and begin to help the TikToks find their lost brethren. And I'm going to send a message to Garvo because I feel like these goblins are all lacking an effective religious leader. And Garvo, if he survived that spell plague, and I imagine he did because we sorted it out, if he could come and speak to them, I'm also going to spend my nights penning like a first draft of the Bible of Moonhammer because I feel like Garvo's got it and I've got it and everybody else has really fucked it up. <laughs> so I want to just like lay out some tenets of ethical religion of like protecting the weak and that kind of thing because it's been messy before. Sure. Quinny, what are you doing if anything? Quinny's going to be helping out wherever like it's needed but during any kind of downtime where he can be alone I think Quinny's going to keep dancing. I I think he's going to like yeah he's got a room private room at the Gilded Bear or Bar Bar Barand. Yeah so just during like any kind of downtime he's going to like Practices dancing in his room. Juniper, you're partying up Goblin style? Yeah and of course in, in the aftermath laying hands on you and on you. <laughs> Juniper, I'm going to say that over your time partying up goblin style, you actually pick up the language pretty decently. Yes. And now you speak goblin. <laughs> Opa goblin the persona style. Persona is complete. I still only speak orc. Achievement <laughs> unlocked. Yeah, I'm not letting go of that gag. No. And finally, Doddle, things seem to be under control. And then you hear a knock on your door. And, um, Where am I right now? You're, well, where would you like to be? You're, you're, run, you're running the shit. Well, I feel like my parents are okay back in Windbreaker, whatever, Windbreaker <laughs> the Windbreak Vale. Yep. Yeah, and I mean, I guess I run this joint well, now. Well, also, technically, you did marry into the Gremlock family. So, like, the manor house is technically yours. Uh, it's, you know, it's complicated. But, <laughs> I mean, they're, they're out of a leader right now. And everybody seems to like me. So, I guess I, I rule this place now uh so yeah i'm just gonna stay here because i'm a little traumatized i don't I'm, i gotta sort some stuff out i'm not ready to travel right now <laughs> uh, so yeah i'm gonna stay put here so i'm gonna say that i'm back at the bar bar brand for now cool so at this point you're pretty friendly with caillou he knows what brand of vodka you like he's got you going and there's a knock on the door, and you open it to find old no-eyed owl has his eyes restored. And he says, hi, so I just heard from Baba Yaga, and she said that you kind of didn't quite do a thing for her, but you kind of tried to do a thing for her. And as a thank you, she decided to give me my eyes back. So thank you so much. Oh, that makes me very happy. You should also, if you ever see her again, let her know that it was kind of silly that, like, her deal with me was to, like, break the thing she wanted me to get. I don't know. She's oh, no, very she, odd. She, she wanted that thing. What she told me when she gave me my eyes back was that she appreciated that you sent what you had of it. And so <laughs> you didn't make good on the deal, but she figured she owed you something. Also, she felt really bad that the other version of you, like the spooky one, 
uh, had made a deal with her son. She was really pissed off about it. She felt like you kind of got cheated. So uh, anyway, I don't think witches say sorry, but kind of. Anyway, I was wondering, uh, could you use like an advisor or like an assistant or an Emily? Because I was thinking maybe I could be that. Yeah? Do yeah. you Do you know anything about politics? Or... Hey, I've been around Handor my whole life. That's part of why I'm such a shitty thief. I don't know anywhere else, but I know this place really well. Maybe I'm... you could be like our PR. Yeah, sure. I'm good at that. Yeah, that works for me because I don't really know my way around. You know, like the culture here and stuff. And All right. All right, cool. Great. Well, yeah. sounds like we have a deal. Mm. And I shake his hand. And he shakes yours, and then he goes off to do PR. So a couple days pass, and finally coming up over the horizon, new and improved and bright and shiny, is the SS McSquiggly. So it is time, my friends, for you to bid farewell to Doddle and continue on your adventures. So uh, the four of you gather with Goblin Jr. The airship comes to a port. You see your friends kind of waving from the decks, uh, and the time's come to say goodbye. Hey, uh, Juniper, you know how you have... I was, I, I was told that you had this, like, dark elf therapist person, and so I was wondering if I could maybe, like, call you guys up sometime and have a chat with them. <laughs> Anytime. Thank you. Granny, thanks for making sure that Void Walker, Void Breaker, the Dahlia, yeah, yeah. didn't kill me. That was really swell of you. Yeah, yeah, no problem. Uh, you're a real good dancer, Doddle. Really? Yeah, yeah, we should tear it up sometime. All right, I'd like that. Uh, but well, thank you for teaching me that lesson. You kind of made it about you, and it was a little <laughs> weird that you know the thought was there. Yeah, that's about it. I'm gonna I'm gonna wait to say one last thing when you're on the ship. Butthole, you have any parting words? Hey, you did it. You're a queen now, and it seems like you're a pretty good one. You did stop like a gigantic internecine civil war. So I, I drank a lot today. Well, that's sort of unrelated to the leadership thing, but that's some people's style. You know, just don't get the pendant or it could really chase you to stuff. And what did we learn the most important lesson? Don't sign contracts with witches yeah. or demons or any of that. One thing I might ask, because I feel like we did help you out a little bit here. We might need a favor in the future. Like we get stuck in a fight or something's really important. So it might be useful for us if you could loan us those like kick-ass knights you got for a little bit in like a... A spin, you know, a really dire situation. Would it be okay if we had uh, some sort of favor we might be able to call in in the future? I'm going to do my best. I'm going to see what I can swing, I say, as I stare right at the DM. Yes, you can <laughs> offer your aid in future conflicts. That's what basically was said. Cool. So I'm going to reach into my bag of holding and I'm going to take out another one of those things that we got. I've had a couple made. I'd like to spend my last dress on this. That look like the one we got from the Spider Queen. John, yeah, the John, the John Wick, Wick favor yeah. thing. So it's like a token. It's like really inscribed and you open it up you like put your thumb on it and it leaves a little bloody thumbprint it's like the favor that we can call in so we have a physical version of it just like in john wick uh but <laughs> the only catch is you also have to leave her one yeah i'm I, fucking sure cool. I, so, I do mine and give it over thumbprint. and i'm like yeah this is kind of creepy but okay nice uh <laughs> and i say it just like that in the weirdest way possible <laughs> i'm like all right we're gonna we're gonna miss you i mean we'll be in touch we got like, i got the collective now we got to deal with them wherever they're going and barbara brand shares you know fun great oh so, wait uh one last thing is al there yeah he, he's basically always waiting on your calls yeah, yep. wait, so i'm gonna take the little music box with the little figure of doddle on it that plays like an out-of-tune version of teenage dirtbag and i'm gonna hand it to quinny you guys Aww. you guys keep that i did it's a little egotistical to give you a, like, a present that's me. Thank but, you. You know, I'm the queen now, so like I can get away with it. I don't know. Actually, but, I'm so glad you brought that up. Um, we'll send you a bill for like the million gold. Huh? Okay. huh? <laughs> what? For the, the million gold, the whole thing that got us into this, remember? Right. I have to go to a lot of therapy after this whole experience. <laughs> and with that, you all board the airship, and as you begin to fly away... Ah! Uh, also, butthole, I definitely told Quinny that you think he's really cute! 
I've told him that. <laughs> and with that, the McSquiggly flies off into the sunset and Queen Doddle begins her reign. This episode of Dum Dums and Dragons features the voices of Ryan LaPlante at the Ryan LaPlante on Twitter, Tyler Hewitt at Tyler underscore Hewitt on Twitter, Laura Hamstra at EL Hamstring on Twitter, our special guest, and our DM Tom McGee at McGee TD on Twitter. This episode's sound was edited and mixed by Laura Hamstra. And Dum Dums and Dragons artwork is by Del Borovic, who can be found at delborovic.com. Our theme songs are And Now for That Massive Coronary and Skipping Through the Orchestra Pit Part 1 by Peter Gresser. And our ad music is No Control and Chiefs by Jazzar. J A H. ZZAR, all available at freemusicarchive.org. When it comes to Dum Dums and Dice, you can visit our website at dumdumdice.com. Our Twitter and Instagram are at dumdumdice, and on Facebook at facebook.com slash dumdumdice. But most importantly, we've got merchandise at redbubble.com slash people slash dumdumdice, or you can join our Patreon at patreon.com slash dumdumdice. That's D-U-M-B, D-U-M-B, D-I-C-E. And tune in next week for more Dum Dums and Dragons. So, Bucky, you are aboard the McSquiggly, and you have just a, a real ill feeling, you know, just a, just a real sense of impending dread and doom. The attack on the McSquiggly was truly uh, a horrible thing to see, and even though you and your friends were able to repel the attack, you just can't help but feel that it doesn't take much for this very, very fragile world to fall apart and for this new home you have to fall apart. It's good that the team is off trying to find a way to repair the ship, but at this point, you know, you've kind of acclimatized a mountain life. It's it's not that dissimilar from when you were a kid, weirdly enough, but you just worry. You worry that maybe all of this could come crashing down, and you're worrying about this when you open the door to your quarters, and sitting on your bed is a man kind of with hunched shoulders that you, you haven't seen before. He seems to be wearing a very fine tailored suit with sharp angles seems to almost be the color of an oil slick on water, constantly shifting. And perhaps strangest of all is his face, which seems to constantly change every time you look at him. You've never seen this man before. He's not part of the crew. He's definitely not someone who hangs out on the ship. You can see he looks exhausted, almost as though he's been crying. And as you enter, do you say anything to him or do you just observe him? What, what do you think you do? This is Bucky's yep. personal quarters? Yep. So he would open the door, see someone in there, and be like, oh, sorry. And he would close the door and look at the door and then realize it is his quarters. <laughs> and he would open the door again uh, and say, uh, uh, hello. Bucky, good. Uh, I'm, I'm glad you came back. I'm sorry to barge in on you like this. I know this is a bit of a breach of protocol. This isn't normally how I do things, but uh, desperate times. They call me the one of many faces. I understand your your friends, if they can be called that, refer to me as Manny, which is tremendously frustrating. Oh, oh yeah, I think I've heard of you. Yes. You're like Quinny's boss or, or dad or something, right? Yeah, yeah, I used to be his boss. Bucky, I live in a world of, of shadows and demons and monsters constantly vying for control of mortal souls. When I found Quinny enter the underworld, I enlisted his help. I, I tricked him, if I'm being honest. I, I fooled him, but I needed him. There are some awful, awful people down there, awful creatures, awful monsters, all jockeying for control of the underworld. And I could see Quinny's skills, and I, I had him work for me to kill the worst of the worst. He became a, a hitman for hell, if you will. I, I see. Um, well, he, he, he's back with us now. He, he, he's on the Miss Quigley. He's, he's back with Butthole and, and, and he made is, a new friend and, with Juniper. And, and, and they're, they're currently in, in rather dire straits. Do you recall how powerless he seemed when your ship went down, do you not? Oh, yeah, I guess he didn't really do much in that fight, did he? Well, 
how about this one? And he kind of waves his hand and you can see in real time, Bucky, the battle with uh, some of the TikTok goblins and Baba Yaga's house. Everyone is kind of throwing everything they have at the chicken house, but Quinny is just clearly outclassed. You can see the house almost crush him and like things are looking really, really bad. Uh, and then the image just kind of disappears in a mist. And he says, I used to lend Quinny my powers, but he's rejected me. I, I pushed too hard. I pushed too far. I made him do things he didn't want to do, but they needed to be done. And now your friend, your friends are in danger because I can no longer aid him. So I'm going to level with you. I can help save them. I can help restore his powers, but I need someone to take his place. You've seen how well they work together. You've seen what a team they make. So Bucky, I'm asking you, join me and I will save your friends. Uh, well, I, I'd love to help my friends, of course, but uh, Mr. Butthole did warn me a little bit about you uh, and, and signing contracts, and I, I don't think I'm still supposed to sign anything. Bucky, I gotta tell you, I had a big scheme to try and con you into doing this, and instead I'm just coming to you, honestly. Barefaced, although my face is admittedly many faces. Bad things are coming. Yeah, I, I don't know where to look when I look at you. <laughs> That's really a you problem, not a me problem. Bucky, I've seen other worlds, worlds where you become a monster. There are things you cannot imagine, and we need to stop those things. If you help me... I will save your friends, and I will release Quinny from his infernal contract, freeing him once and for all. I become a monster? Yes. So your options are continue down the path you're on and hope that you do not become like the other versions of you I've seen, particularly as the cataclysm comes, or join me and help stop those monsters, help stop the versions of you that are destroying other worlds. Uh, do you want your friend to be free? Yes, I do, of course. I... Okay, I'll help you, but no contracts, right? I can't release him unless you sign this. You need to take his place. Haven't you always felt like a bit of a placeholder, Bucky? <laughs> <laughs> and he slides a contract across to you. Can Bucky read it? There's like a horrible flash of red, and it, it just kind of immediately imprints, almost like on the back of your eyes. Mm. The terms seem to be, as, as Manny is suggesting, he will release Quinny from his infernal contract, which currently has no expiry date and no means of completion, if you will offer to take his place. The difference here seems to be that Manny isn't trying to trick Bucky into doing this. He's actually just offering it. The contract is the same in that there is no termination date for this contract? No, but uh, is it like Manny a, does say, when our great work is complete, I will set you free. He says it or the contract says it? <laughs> uh, both. Both? Okay. I can't overthink this too much because also just in Bucky's naivety, he just wouldn't he wouldn't be too wise to contract law. <laughs> you know? <laughs> He's Quinny before all these punishments. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He'll write a note explaining what he was told by, because he's respectful, Mr. Of Many Faces. <laughs> His letter will, will say, you know, you know, dear, dear Mr. Butthole, Mr. Of Many Faces came to me and told me all about the terrible things that Quinny had been through in his contract and that I can take his place and I want to help the team. I want to help you guys. And this is the best way I can think of helping being so far away from you. I love you, <laughs> Bucky. So then he'll sign Bucky on his letter, and then he'll sign Bucky on the contract. Uh, and as soon as you do, we smash cut to Baba Yaga's house as she tells Quinny that if he can just kill the one of many faces, he will be free. 
and she restores his powers unto him. And Manny, having just got off the tel- the weird hell phone to... Uh, <laughs> the telephone, The hell phone, yeah, there you go. To, uh, to Quinny not that long ago, smiles to himself, knowing that maybe he got the better end of the deal after all. And then he puts a hand on Bucky's shoulder, smiles and says, come on, I need your help killing the queen of hell. Uh, and then they disappear in a blast of flames. And in true like Bucky blink fashion, he'll be like, well, first of all, and then just, <laughs> and, and then they, they disappear. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. The buyer awaits your decision, poised as one both ready for a fight and assured of its outcome. I'll have that relic now. That cool pretty boy have more healing. We gonna need it. You guys might. One of you dies and I'm running for it. So don't. We'll have to use every advantage and we've not many left. So I'm confused. Uh, what am I supposed to say to him? Marcus, it's a role-playing game. Right. So you're this holy guy, Benedict. Right. And he's just joined this adventuring party. Right. Why? Because we needed someone to heal us and not ask questions. Dumb! What? Any reason you want, Marcus. That's the great thing about this game. You can be anyone you want. Do anything you want for any reason, so long as it's true to your character. Cool. I totally got this. Uh, Wait, but... This artifact belongs to my church, and as such, I cannot part with it for any price. (laughs) Uh, what did I say? Kill them all! The Ordinary Epic, a podcast series about the extraordinary, the ordinary, and something in between. Listen now at theordinaryepic.com or on your favorite podcast app.